Episode two with our special guest, Daniel Vergaro, CPA, Chartered Accountant, expert in precious metals, born in South Africa, now based in London. Let's get into it. Potentially for, for our listeners, it's a little bit to take on board, but once you start to dive into it, it actually, the concepts become quite simple. It may take one or two listens to get, get the concepts um, clear in your mind. Um, what I'll, I'll reiterate what I've understood and what we've, we've talked about many times before we, we jumped onto this podcast is more or less if there's $100 in a bank account, in, a, in a, um, yeah, one, of, one of the Australian big fours, they're allowed to lend out $90. And that $90 doesn't really exist. Um, it, it's kind of, in a sense, it's an IOU, I guess, from the bank. Is that, how, how, would, you, how would you describe so the it? The $90 does exist because it's mm -hmm. your $90. But what the bank does is it lends out that 90, but it doesn't reflect that decrease in your account. So oh, you go online, so Got what it. they do is that they switch it with an IOU. They, they say, well, we're going to owe our depositor the full amount, but we're not going to tell them we've lent out $90. Yes. We're going to tell them we've lent out nothing and we're going to treat it as an IU, basically. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Okay. I mean, that's as simple as get. And then the, 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 the worst or the best part, however you want to look at it, is that happens again and again and again and again every time it hits another bank account. Correct. And that's fractional reserve banking. And that's what causes the majority of, of the, the, um, what what you call inflation so what is yeah. inflation inflation is the reflection of of prices going up of everything in the world so if you measure your groceries which, which i do over the last 10 years you'll see the price of groceries is going up well the question is hang on adrian is, is is lettuce becoming more scarce is milk becoming more scarce no so why are these things going up in price they're going up in price not because of demand and supply okay they're going up because what you're measuring it what you're measuring those, those commodities in is going down in value. I'm measuring it in pounds. I'm measuring in Aussie dollars. That unit of measurement is going down in value because more of the stuff is being printed out of thin air. That's why the, the, the commodity price index in America and around the world is sitting at, or they're, they're reporting it as a 6% inflation, but actually it's more like 12 or 13%. So the question is, okay, Dan, I understand, I understand why prices of all assets in the world are going up. I understand why that distorts my ability to know what to invest in and when to invest because prices are going through the roof. I can't distinguish between value and price, right? We understand that. We understand that there is inflation. That is called the hidden tax because you can't see it. Only if you look at something over time do you see it. And why is it a tax? It's a tax because you are not being remunerated more 
to keep up with that debasement of currency. And more to the point, your bank is not giving you interest on your deposits because they are lending it out at 2% and giving you zero because they can't increase the interest rate because that will just blow up the, the, the mortgages and the loans that they've lent out. So I'm not getting paid interest. I'm not getting paid more for my services. Inflation is going up because the currency has been debased. It's going down in value. We understand that. So the question is, well, what do I do? I've got all this fiat currency in my bank account. I've earned it from my business. I have made that £100,000 EBITDA. It's free cash flow. My bank account's increasing. I'm not earning interest. I don't know what to invest in because everything is priced incorrectly because of the debasement of currency. What do I do? In my opinion, this is where my opinion comes into it, an opinion of many others. If you follow, um, as I said, my Twitter account and, and, and other list hundreds of other analysts that, that I follow, Mark Maloney, Jane Ricketts, Jim Ricketts, um, you know, Eric Sprott, there's so many of them, Robert, Rob Keynes, many Thank others, you. Dave Morgan. Um, their thesis and my thesis is that because we live in this fraudulent, manipulated Ponzi scheme of a system, the money system, currency system, the only thing that you can do with your fiat currency is exchange it for real money. And at the moment in time, the only thing that is real money that has held that, that test of time for 5,000 years of human history is gold and silver. And, and by exchanging your fiat currency for gold and silver, let me make this clear, you are not doing it because gold and silver earns a yield. Gold and silver doesn't pay, pay a dividend. Gold and silver doesn't pay your rent. Gold and silver is not that. It is money. It is, it is like holding your savings in, in the real bank account, okay? The bank account of truth, which is precious metals. So, so you're not talking about buying stocks, you're talking about buying hard, real precious I'm metals. I'm talking about, we'll, we'll get onto stocks just now, but I'm talking mm. about buying uh, ounces of gold and silver, physical, mm. uh, so whether it be bars, whether it be coins, or whatever it may be, and we'll touch on how to buy that. But yeah. what I'm trying to tell you is that because the currency system is so debased, because assets are so overinflated. So the, the thing is, well, the question would be, well, hey, Dan, well, what's the price of gold and silver? How do I know that that price is not, um, you know, ridiculous? Okay. How do I know that? Mm. This is how you know. In 1980, this is really important. In 1980, the amount of gold in Fort Knox in America, and the reason why I use America as, as the example is because America, um, at that time and still now today is the reserve currency of the world, right? So America is the standard by which one should measure. In 1980, the, or just before I say 1978, the amount of gold in Fort Knox, which was X amount of tons, I can't quote the number, was valued at 800, approximately $800 an ounce. That value equated, this is important, to the total M3 or M1, whatever it is, money supply in the world at that time. So the, the total amount of currency in existence in dollars globally, divided that by 800, equaled the amount of, of metal in Fort Knox. So that was backed by gold. So de facto, it wasn't backed <laughs> because they, they weren't under the Bretton Woods Agreement, but de facto, it, it, it's, uh, it was backed that there was enough there was enough gold in Fort Knox to back every dollar in existence. Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. 
Silver was priced at that time at about $40 an ounce during the Hunt Brothers era. Okay. For that event to happen, 40 US. Yep. For that event to happen again today, for, for the, the, and we'll touch on why it hasn't happened, but for the free market being the middle class and, and, and institutions and so on, for, the, for, for that event to happen again today, gold would have to be in the region of about $80,000 an ounce. 80,000. Wow. So for that to happen again, the total amount of currency in existence being dollars divided by the number of amount of gold in Fort Knox, which you don't know because it hasn't been audited, let's just assume that's there and it is what it is. It would be have to be $80,000. Yeah, it has to be $80,000 an ounce. Currently gold's at 1,700. Silver, currently right now, is mined out of the ground at a ratio of eight silver ounces to one ounce of gold. So the miners in the world right now, whether it be um, silver miners like First Majestic or, or other miners, they either mine silver as their main product or their byproduct. Typically, silver is mined as, uh, mined as a byproduct, but there are some miners who mine it as a main product. But anyway, silver is mined at an 8 to 10 percent, uh, 8 to 10 ratio to gold. So one ounce of gold equals 10 ounces or 8 ounces of silver. So if you take 80,000 and you divide that by 10, you get 8,000 ounces, $8,000 per ounce of silver. Silver is currently trading at 20, 25, 26. Yeah. Okay. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this not because I, I want your listeners to take their garbage fiat currency, which we know is the base, which earns no interest, which can't be used to buy any asset, but it's all overinflated, to, buy, to exchange it for precious metals and hold it as money, not because they're going to wait for this event to happen to convert it back into garbage fiat currency. No, no, no. You're going to hold it because there will come a time, like there has done every 40 to 50 years, where there will be a new monetary system. Something will replace very soon, I believe, the dollar exchange standard that we have right now. There will be no more um, uh, central bank currency that we have right now in the world. There will be one day, very soon, I believe, there will be a new monetary system. If one has to operate in that monetary system, you don't want to exchange your, your fiat currency for more garbage currency. You want to have a conduit. You want to be able to Take your fiat currency, buy gold and silver, which is so incredibly underpriced at the moment because it's been depressed. We can talk about that later. To then hold it and to use it in the future to either exchange back into whatever system's in place, if you so wish, or, which is what I'm going to do, is take that, that precious metals and buy something else of income yielding value. Land, buildings, whatever it is. Because... At the point where I, where I can exchange my precious metals, which is money, for something else that has true value being income earning value, the, the price of that precious metals will be so through the roof that I'll be able to walk down the road, for example, and buy a medium-sized home for, for 500 ounces of silver. I believe there'll come a day where I'll be able to walk down the road and buy a, a medium-sized family home for 500 ounces of silver. I truly believe that. Silver and is the most. Do you think in the next five to ten years, what kind of time frame I've, would you? I've waited estimate? twelve years for this. I've waited twelve years. I personally, I don't own property. I rent. Um, Andy Sheckman from Miles Fracken did the same thing uh, when he was my age. He took the view, and he was right that that silver was going to go through the roof before it hit forty dollars an ounce in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and and he said, I don't want to own property because if I own property, the question is. Is currency moving towards you or away from you if you own a home with debt? 
money is moving or currency is moving away from you. If, if I own my home and I'm paying and I owe it, own it with debt, I've got to pay interest on the debt, I've got to pay all my maintenance of my home, currency is moving away from me, not towards me. Yeah, but absolutely. if I buy it, if I buy it exactly, if I buy it outright, in other words, for cash, which no one can do in this world, mm-hmm. unless you're super wealthy, then then currency is not moving away from me anymore. I own it outright. Yes, I've got to pay some maintenance, fine, but but uh, there's no interest that I own mm-hmm. it. Now yes. I want, I want, I want that. That's called the wealth transfer event that I'm talking about. Mark Maloney speaks about it all the time. Exchanging a fiat currency for precious metals now, today, is not going to make you wealthy today. What it is going to do, in my view and my belief, is that it's going to allow you to participate in the greatest wealth transfer of history very, very soon. In my view, that wealth transfer is the change in the monetary system. It is the the unshackling of, of this pricing Ponzi scheme that we're all under, this like the COVID virus, this complete matrix that we live in, that it's a complete fabrication. You cannot operate in a system where people where, where banks can print currency out of thin air. You and I did that, we'd go to jail. But they do it every day. So I don't know if that I don't know if that, that explained it. Um, that make, that makes a lot of sense. I mean that, that final piece there, if if we did it, we go to jail. If they do it, it's called the law. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Quite compelling. Um, okay, look, there's a lot of great points in there. So, um, so what's to say? Okay, so let, let's talk about the fact that why we, we touched on it that has been um, uh, compressed or, 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 or manipulated or held back the price of gold and silver, and they should be somewhere near eighty thousand dollars an ounce. And in, 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 and I'll talk Australian dollars. It's about twenty five hundred dollars an ounce for gold and about thirty five dollars an ounce for silver at the moment. And we're talking they should be close to 80,000 and 8,000 in American dollars, which would even be higher, be close to 100,000 and 10,000 ish. Why um, this manipulation of that? Uh, not, not why does it happen? Why do you believe if we change from a fiat currency into maybe a, um, a government run crypto or, or, or a new currency that'll come in the next five to 10 years? Why do you believe that the manipulation will stop? Why, why, if they've manipulated it for this many years, why will it oh, stop? Oh, no. yeah. I don't believe it will stop, not at all. <laughs> I, 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 when, when governments are in control, like Rothschild said, he said, you know, <laughs> I, I care not who makes the law. So give me control of the money and I care not who makes the law, right? Because yep. whoever controls the, the currency yeah, controls yeah, everything. From him. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm obviously, that um, may not be the exact quote, but it was that. Yeah. Um, the, the point I'm making is that governments will always, always control the game. Why? Because they want power and also because they they want to control the populace, right? And the way they can control the populace is through the monetary system. So I don't believe for one second that whatever new monetary system comes next, and it happens every 40 to 50 years, like I can rattle off the last five that we've had, but every 40 to 50 years we have a new monetary system. That one is not going to be a fair system. But what I am trying to say is that it most likely will reset and start off at the appropriate level and then it'll just get debased again, right? Like it's been debased now with the dollar standard. So there'll come a point in time where the reset happens. Every Everything in the world will be priced in this new medium of exchange, whether it be central bank cryptocurrency or whatever it may be. That will be at a, at a fair level Unfortunately, for those that have lived on debt, that have monster mortgages and monster amounts of debt, 
the nominal value of that debt doesn't disappear. You're still enslaved because you have all this debt. But at least all the, the prices of what my hope is, the prices of all the assets, the stocks, bonds, whatever, would be priced at a different lower level because they've just introduced, they've, they've cleaned the slate. They've just introduced a, a new monetary system, right? So everything will be priced back down to those PE ratios of 10 and 12s. What I'm trying to say is that if you want to then, like the game Monopoly, hoover up all this value, you want to hold something that has value in and of itself, which is gold and silver, and it's priced so low today, so you can buy a lot of it today, but it's, so, so it's priced such a low level, that you can then participate in the new system, whether it be, as I said, direct barter with the gold and silver, then barter gold and silver for property, whatever, or sell that gold and silver back into the new currency system, and then use it if, if you so wish. You're starting off at a different playing field to those that didn't do it. Does that make yeah. sense? So, but by, by taking get, something, yeah. if the value of uh, the value of silver is eight thousand, it might never get to eight thousand, but it's going to be a hell of a lot higher than twenty four dollars per ounce. It correct. could be correct six thousand, two thousand, whatever the case might be. So at least you'll correct. Um, yeah. So how do we know that? We can't just say these things without going back to facts. Like I can't just say that. I, I need that. to, how do I substantiate that? Well, if you go back to Roman times, one, uh, one ounce of silver in, in Roman times equated to approximately 12 to 15 hard days of human labor, right? So a Roman soldier type human labor, not you and I human labor on our computer screens, right? We're talking about very very hard working days right so one ounce of silver is 15 days of hard human labor so you need to you'd have to just do some simple math and say well how many ounces of silver would it take for me to have 365 days of human labor that's going to be what uh 20 30 ounces of silver approximately to get you to 360 odd days of hard human labor 30 ounces of silver well 30 ounces of silver times 25 I'm looking at what, $600, $700. That's, that's nothing. Yeah. That's my, that's my point. Yeah. That, that's the whole point, right? The whole point is that, that, that is the proof. The proof is, wow, hang on a second. Money is gold and silver. I understand why it's money. I'm going to watch Mark Money's videos on, 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 on him. I understand why it's money. It has those characteristics and, and holds value at the time. I understand the price of, of precious is so depressed right now for various reasons. I understand that it's the only thing in the world that I can buy that is significantly underpriced. Mm -hmm. I will then have so much of it that it only requires a small amount of it to participate in the new system going forward for me to be you know the wealthiest guy in the room that's what wealth is it's it's, it's, it's holding something in that has value in and of itself that cannot be debased so if we take your 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 roman soldier um a, a formula there for a moment um again i'm talking australian dollars you're talking pounds uh, australia I'm, I'm assuming um average wage would be about 200 dollars a day 250 dollars a day um pre-tax something somewhere around that what would it be roughly for pounds uh, uh probably times by two i, I guess but probably be the same yeah so if, two. so if we go to two hundred dollars uh 15 days um that's close to three thousand dollars so then we're saying an ounce of silver is roughly three thousand dollars on that on that again correct correct rough. 
at a bare minimum, like we say this, I mean, yeah. you have to understand if that is your premise that, okay, let's even make that a thousand. Let's just make it a thousand, right? Yes. yes even absolutely. at a thousand, even yeah. at a thousand, silver going from 27 to a thousand. Yeah. Would, would outstrip Bitcoin any day of the week. Like, yeah, it, it's a no-brainer. Even silver going from 27 to 100, yeah. okay, would be something that is, like, never never thought about. Like, it, yeah, it's never absolutely. done that before, you know? So th there is no doubt in my mind. So we haven't even touched on the utility of silver. Silver has got 10,000 uses in the world. It's got an industrial use, whereas gold's got a money use, and silver's got a money and industrial use. This whole push towards renewable energy there's silver in everything we touch. It is the most useful metal on, on the planet. Um, and yet it's priced at 24 ounce. You tell me, Adrian, what assets, what thing in the world right now that is priced today at a lower price than it was in 1980? Just name one thing besides microchips that is priced mm -hmm. today at a lower price besides silver than it was in 1980. There's Absolutely nothing. Nothing off the top of my head. <laughs> nothing. Mm. Silver is the only thing today that is priced lower than it was today that it was in 1980. Why? Because central banks and bullion banks and governments know that gold and silver is money and that if the middle class wake up and realize that and start buying up physical, they will lose control of the system. That's what, yeah, right. that, that's what that, that'll happen. And that's what I'm trying to uh, not, not give advice to your, your listeners, but give them our, my opinion, your opinion that you just have to watch that that, that series that, that I've mentioned on, on goldsilver.com and you'll understand what I'm trying to say and you'll understand that gold and silver is so incredibly dirt cheap um, and it's so incredibly valuable that the middle the minute the, the middle class and, and even institutions wake up to this fact, you're going to see silver and gold 20, 30, 40x to what it is today. Easy. And, and price and, and, and currency, obviously. I find that fascinating too. That it has. Did you say ten thousand or two thousand uses? Ten ten thousand uses at least. It's got yeah. a it's got a utility in almost everything we touch, whether it be yeah. um, medical utilities, uh, computer utilities. Silver has got utilities in everything. There'll come a day when silver, when silver miners will not mine silver out of the ground. They'll mine it out of rubbish heaps. Yeah, that, right. That's what they'll do. Right, right, right. Because, because it'll so become much. so valuable. Because you throw yeah. you throw silver away. You just chuck wow. your iPhones away and your computers away. Okay. Silver's and all wow. of this stuff. Fantastic. Okay, that's great to know. That is great to know. Okay, great. Hi, friends. Hope you enjoyed episode two. Remember, we have one left in the series. Can't wait to share it with you.